0: Welcome back everyone. I'm sure all of you have heard the saying time is money and in the simplest sense we understand this as the exchange of time for money. Most of us exchange our time for money by being employed. Whether you get paid by the hour, have an annual salary or work on a contract, you invest a portion of your time in exchange for a predetermined amount of money from your employer. You may also work for yourself or devote your time to creating something that will later earn you money. What I'm getting at here is that in most cases you have to commit x amount of your time to receive y amount of money. But you not only have control over your time, you also have the ability to control time for your money. Let's say after I receive my weekly paycheck and pay some of my bills and spend some of it on food and entertainment, I am left with $100. It is entirely up to me what purpose this $100 will serve and how it will spend its time. I can leave it in my kitchen drawer, I can deposit it into a bank account, I can even loan it to a friend, or I could spend it, save it or invest it. The smart thing to do is to give this money a purpose that will benefit me in the future. I would be better off if I saved this money for a rainy day, or if I used it to pay down some of my debt, or if I invested it so that it could turn into more money. Today I want to focus on the last part, investing your money, and I want to show you why investing your money in the stock market could be one of the smartest decisions you can make. You may know how the stock market works, and you may already be investing in various securities which is great, but regardless how much or how little you know about the stock market and investing, I think you will find this explanation of time and the stock market interesting. And it could help you avoid one of the most common mistakes investors make that leads to below average results. There are no guarantees when it comes to investing. Your money can grow or it can shrink. You can become wealthy or you can walk away with less than you started with. The simplest way to achieve good results by investing in the stock market is to allow enough time for your money to grow. Historically, the stock market has grown at around 10% per year. But this history is filled with periods of great returns and periods of awful returns. Nobody knows what the market will do tomorrow, so we all have to take some amount of risk when we decide to invest. This is why it's crucial you do not invest money that you may need in the near future. A good rule of thumb is not to invest any money you may need in the next 5 years, and preferably much longer than that. Since 2007, the S&P 500, which is an index that tracks 500 of the largest companies in the United States, had 10 years of great returns of more than 10%, 4 years of average or mediocre returns, and 3 years of negative returns. On average, it returned about 10% per year. But if you randomly selected one out of the last 16 years, you could have been up 30% or you could have lost 30%. If you invested for two years, your odds of losing money became smaller, but it was still possible to finish below where you started. The longer you remained invested in the S&P 500, the higher the odds that your investment would grow. If you invested at the beginning of 2007 and held your position through the end of March 2023, you would have a return of 296.9% which means you would have 4 times your original investment. If we break down the last 16 years and 3 months into daily returns, we come up with 0.0337%. That's how much the S&P 500 has grown on average during each trading day, and there were 4,090 trading days between January 1st, 2007 and March 31st, 2023. To put this into better context, let's say you had $10,000 to invest, and you invested in an S&P 500 fund. If the next 16 years are similar to the last 16 years, You could expect to earn roughly $7.26 during each trading day. I know this may sound a bit confusing, because $10,000 multiplied by 0.0337% is $3.37 and not $7.26, but what you need to account for is the power of compounding. On day 1, your investment would grow by $3.37, but on day 2 you would be earning 0.0337% on $10,003.37 which is $3.37 and one-tenth of a penny. It may not seem like that much more, but if we repeat this compounding effect every day for a long enough period of time, the results will amaze you. In this example, after 10 days, you would start earning one penny more per day. Nine days later, you would start earning another extra penny. It would take eight more days to reach the next additional penny, and this pattern would continue speeding up. On the last day in my example, which is exactly 16 years and three months later, you would be earning $13.36 per each trading day which is nearly 4 times more money than you earned on day 1. The reality is that the stock market does not grow along a nice and even upward pattern. The daily change in value of the S&P 500 is very erratic. The actual growth you would have seen at the start of 2007 was a loss of $18 on day 1, followed by a gain of $21 on day 2. Then a loss of $80 on day 3, followed by a gain of $46 on day 4. On day 5 you'd lose $8 and earn $33 on day 6. And this up and down pattern would continue every day. Sometimes there would be a series of multiple good days, where the value of your investment would grow, and other times the value would drop for a few consecutive days. But if you ignored this erratic daily price movement, and looked at the value of your investment sporadically during the 16-year period of time, you would see that it would be growing. The math is simple. If you give your investment enough time, it'll grow. And the more time you allow, the higher the odds that you will see that average 10% annual return the S&P historically offered. The biggest pitfall investors make is moving in and out of the stock market trying to time these ups and downs. You might get lucky and time a few of them right, but all that will do is build up false confidence that you can continue doing this successfully over a long period of time. I believe it was Peter Lynch that once said, you are going to time 10 of the next 3 market crashes accurately, and what he meant was that far more money has been lost by investors trying to time market crashes than has been lost in the crashes themselves. The return of the S&P 500 for the last 16 years and 3 months can be attributed to just the best 23 days during this period of time. If you happened to be out of the market on these 23 days, you would have less money than you started with in 2007 versus having 4 times the original amount if you did not try to time the market. Even missing one of these days could significantly impact your long-term return. Matter of fact, missing the best day during any calendar year would lead to drastically worse returns. In 2020, the S&P 500 return was 18.37%, but if you sold your position on March 23rd and bought back in on March 25th, you'd have missed the single best day that year. On March 24th, the S&P 500 was up 9.06%, and missing this one day would cut your return on the year by nearly half. Around this time, the S&P 500 was swinging pretty wildly, with large losses followed by big gains or consecutive losses or consecutive gains. There was virtually no way to tell which way the market would move the following day. Moving in and out was like gambling and not investing. The point of this example is that since there is no way of telling which way the market will move, the best course of action is to invest now and give your money as much time as possible to work for you. This is also the most boring way to invest, but it gives you the best odds of growing your money over a long period of time. If you can invest enough money and leave it alone for a long enough period of time, you will become wealthy. Given that the average investor underperforms the S&P 500 in the long run, By simply investing in the S&P 500, you will achieve better than average results. This same principle applies to other funds and individual stocks as well. You don't make money when you buy or sell a stock. You make money by holding the position and allowing time for it to grow. Picking individual stocks carries additional risks in that you may pick a stock that doesn't perform well in the future, but countless investors have lost money on great stocks by moving in and out at wrong times. Peter Lynch was one of the best fund managers when he ran the Magellan Fund at Fidelity that returned 29% per year on average during his tenure. That's the return the fund achieved. But most investors that owned the fund during his tenure did not receive such a high return, mainly because they tried to time the market by selling and purchasing shares of the fund at less than ideal times. The vast majority of people are horrible stock pickers and even worse market timers. Yet most of us believe we are better than we actually are. That's why it's usually best to do less and let time work for you. I hope you enjoyed the content.